0: Give me a break. That's what we're gonna do, Michael. We're gonna be like the now in baseball. Uh, Was it the Pythagorean theorem? The Pythagorean theorem said that the Red Giants offensive line that their records should be one one. That's the Pythagorean theorem said that Wait, the what? Giants offensive line that their records should what? be two and all. Wow. It's football. I've been watching it for forty years. Forty.
1: Forty years. Whoa. What's better than this, guys? Being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. I'm Joe Marino of NDT Scouting and FanRag Sports, joined by Kyle Krabs, who's the founder and director of scouting with NDT Scouting, also with FanRag Sports. We are your hosts here on a live edition of the Draft Dudes podcast, where we are going to mock draft this first round, alternating picks. Kyle's got odds. I have evens, and uh, here's a fun fact uh, before we get started. This is the only NFL Draft podcast that you will have two of the top 15 most accurate mock drafts oh. in the world oh. giving it to you. So pay attention here, folks. We know
2: how to forecast this thing. You took me along for that ride. You didn't have to do that. because, yeah, but I did. Joe, Joe, Joe is the Huddle Report mock draft champion. For 2017, yours truly finished a measly 14th out of over 100 entries in the Huddle Report contest. Uh, So, Joe, thank you for the little pick-me-up. I'm already having a great day because I have 299 film assessments done. Mm -hmm. Number three hundo is happening as soon as we finish this first-round mock draft.
1: I'm very jealous of you. I am not that far along, but your NFL draft prospectus drops what in like eight days, nine days,
2: 26th, Monday, the, the 26th. 26th. It's going to go live. i the I can't tell you what time of day I can just tell you. It's going to go live. I'm doing player 300. And then I got a week of proofreading, updating some pro day numbers. If we get a couple of guys that are missing numbers and then we're live, we're, we're doing live. So yeah, yours is a week after that. So people have yeah. two draft guides coming out and scouting, but Joe, let's not waste any more time. we yeah, got a good amount it. of people in here. They're yep. here for the entertainment. Uh Yours truly has odds. Cleveland Browns on the clock. trade for Tyrod Taylor. Do we go a different direction? Do we go Saquon Barkley, best field pick? No. You take the long-term quarterback, and from everything that I understand, Sam Darnold is the guy that has the Browns brass eye. So Sam Darnold, USC quarterback, is my pick. Uh, long-term starter, the acquisition of Tyrod Taylor makes sense in this because Tyler can, or Tyrod can act as a bridge quarterback he can be a guy that can start this year, not for somebody like Sam Darnold, who does have a great ceiling but is not the most pro-ready quarterback in the class, prevent him from starting from day one and doing any undue damage, which the Browns know all about with rookie quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, to make this thing clear, we are doing a predictive mock draft. We are guessing what's going to happen here, not necessarily what we will do. And you'll find out more about that at about pick six here. Uh, second pick on the draft board here, we got the New York Giants. I'm giving them Saquon Barkley, running back, Penn State. Uh, I think Dave Gettleman's really going to gear this offense to build be built around Eli Manning for one final run. Uh, defensively, this team was a top five defense two years ago. Offensively, you get this offensive line right. You've got Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram outside. You've got Saquon in the backfield. Get the offensive line right. Yeah, Maybe you got a chance. I'm going Barkley for the Giants at number two.
2: Number three, we have the Indianapolis Colts. And the Indianapolis Colts are going to take the best available player on the board here because they need talent. They need talent, period. My sister just joined us on Instagram Live. Hey, Amy, giving you a little shout-out here. Uh, Indianapolis Colts taking Quentin Nelson. Offensive guard, Notre Dame. I think in any other class, he's going to be the top player on my board. But Saquon Barkley is a freak of nature, so he's not. Quentin Nelson is the number two player on my draft board. Uh, Quentin Nelson makes a ton of sense because he's scheme diverse. He's a he's a transcendent player. He can play in any kind of scheme. You want to run zone concepts. You run want, want to run uh, gap power concepts. Quentin Nelson can be that guy. Colts need talent. They need blue chip players. They don't have any. They have Andrew Luck, who hasn't thrown a pass in over a year. I think 18 months now we're up to without Andrew Luck throwing a football. (laughs) They need good football players. Quentin Nelson does that. Best available player on the board. I think that's the way the Colts go.
1: Yeah, especially if they don't trade, right? So this is a a destination for Buffalo. we It's a project trade spot. Not projecting any trades here. Cleveland Browns. We've got Sam Darnold at number one. You can't pass up on Bradley Chubb, the, uh, an NC State defensive end here. You make uh, this pass rush unstoppable. Miles Garrett on one side. You got Bradley Chubb on the other. You can move Emmanuel Ugba around. You can move all these guys around and get a pass rush to complement a really good run defense. Got some pieces in the secondary. Offense is coming together. Maybe the re- Cleveland Browns can win four, five, six games next year. Bradley Chubb at four. What's up, Mark yeah.
2: Schofield? <laughs> Oh, it's a little shade. Perhaps the Browns can win four games this year. That's much Look, I'm keeping –
1: that. that would be four times the amount of games they've won over the last two seasons. Look, I'm taking it slow here.
2: Listen, that was a more talented roster than 0-16. Denver Broncos. John Elway and company was in attendance at the UCLA Pro Day the other day, and John Elway had a big old smile on his face looking at Josh Rosen sling that pill around. Now, listen, I don't know – I think with this hypothetical, the way this this has gone down, and I'm if I'm thinking the way the the Brown or the Broncos think, Rosen makes sense here. I know they signed Case Keenum to a deal, but really, really, are you to tell me Case Keenum's gonna be the guy that prevents you from drafting the most pro ready quarterback we've seen in a couple seasons coming out? Uh, the guy that has a ton of polish. He's got the way he plays the game is so translatable. And this Broncos defense is a playoff caliber defense. I know they're getting older, I know they traded to keep Talib. But they've got a ton of talent on the defensive side of the football. They've got talented skill players. They need to address the offensive line. They need to make sure the running game has a bounce back, whether that's with Devontae Booker or somebody else. Josh Rosen, you bring him in. You let him compete for the starting job. But even if he doesn't win the job because Case Keenum's there, you know long term you've got a guy that you can feel really good about uh, and get him into the starting lineup in the long term, Joe.
1: New York Jets number six. Josh Allen, quarterback, Wyoming. This is why we needed to clarify that this is a predictive mock draft, because I promise you if Kyle Krabs or Joe Marino were the general manager for these teams, Josh Allen's name wouldn't come up in these top 32 picks. Uh, but look, Hey, look, uh, you think about this being a predictive type thing. Someone's going to take Josh Allen. Uh, he's the type of guy that, hey, you can throw the football in any city, right? So uh, he can handle the cold conditions of, uh, of New York. Super tall to see over the offensive line, a rocket arm. Hey, look, he can even cool off. He can warm up the fans with the smoke that comes off the ball here at, at uh, MetLife Stadium. Jets are going to go out Josh Allen just because I'm making a guess here and someone's got to take him.
2: Wow. I mean that that's one hell of a sales pitch. You that, turn around and yeah. say he's going to start warming Just, up the fans in the stands. Look with the heat that's off the a, ball,
1: man. Look, go to what is it? Go to what is it? draft.joshallen.com. That's pretty much the uh,
2: sales pitch right yeah, there. Yeah. I mean that that's uh, that's all the sales pitch I need yeah. right there uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have to think the two the two players that the Bucs would love to see at pick 7 are Bradley Chubb and Quentin Nelson. Well, guess what? Neither one makes it. Both (laughs) of those guys gone in the top four. So Tampa Bay's got a little bit of a decision on their hands. Uh, Joe, you better tell those dogs to keep it down, buddy. Macho's excited about that Josh Allen. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to take Minka Fitzpatrick, defensive back. I'll call him a defensive back because he's flexible on the back end. (laughs) University of Alabama. Minka's one of the best football players in this draft. And I think if you look at the – Back seven for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They re-signed Brent Grimes. Vernon Carr-Graves hasn't come together the way they would have hoped. TJ Ward is present. He Actually, he's a free agent. I'm sorry. Uh, Chris Conti and Justin Evans right now are your two starting safeties at in the, the Tampa Bay back seven. So Minka Fitzpatrick is a massive upgrade. He's going to provide any defense he goes to with a ton of versatility. Uh, this is a team that has a ton of speed at linebacker. Uh, Levante, David Quan, Alexander. So I'm really feeling this fit for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting a piece in the back seven in the back in the secondary that's going to allow them to be really diverse and flexible, Joe.
1: Kyle, I've got the Chicago Bears here at number eight. and We're going to get this linebacker position right. We're going to go Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker from Virginia Tech. Uh, Obviously very very disappointing what happened there with Jarrell Freeman. He had a, a tremendous season. And then the rails came off. He's no longer on the roster right now. They are uh, they are underwhelming on the second level. Get a guy like Tremaine Edmonds who's got the size of a Burt Brian Erlacher. You know, not to get everyone too crazy here, but he's he's got the type of movement skills that you know at, at that size that Brian Erlacher had and can be be that second level presence that they very much need. And uh, it really fits value here, a top ten type linebacker worthy of the pick. Yeah, uh, would go to a great fit here with the Chicago bears. I know they like to do some multiple things up front and Tremaine Edmonds can fit in really nicely.
2: Uh, Joe 49ers at nine. Uh, it's a good thing. They won this coin toss with Oakland, because I think if Oakland's picking nine, they're probably picking the same guy and that's Roquan Smith linebacker from Georgia. Um, San Francisco's kind of found themselves in a sticky spot here where Reuben Foster's given him a really hard time feeling good about his ability to keep his nose clean in the offseason and stay out of trouble. Uh, Reuben's been in the headlines for all the wrong reasons after what was a terrific rookie season uh, despite the fact that he missed almost half the year. So, uh, I mean, Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, San Francisco still has Malcolm Smith lined up to start and they have Eli Harold at the same position that's kind of the gives them a little bit of pass rush ability. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong with Roquan Smith and put him next to Reuben Foster uh, because both of those guys are fast. They're explosive players. I mean, Roquan even outperformed my expectations and, and he's one of my 16 first round grades. Uh, he ran a four five one at the combine. That's, that's terrific burst and range from a guy that's as instinctive and, and strong in the play diagnosis areas of the game as Roquan is. So I think this is their chance to really solidify the second level of this defense, uh, they have to feel good about what they have in the front seven. They just signed Richard Sherman off free agency, so they address the corner position, uh, kind of alleviates the need to address that immediately. Uh, Roquan's a great fit and is going to give them insurance at the linebacker spot. Kyle, I've got the
1: Oakland Raiders here at number 10, and Denzel Ward's coming off the board. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about Denzel Ward here on the podcast. Truth be told, it just sounds like by all indications he's going to go in the top 15. And this is as logical of a spot as any. I mean, you look at this this Raiders depth chart right now, and opposite of On Conley, who's who's unproven. I think we both like On Conley, but he hasn't proven himself yet at, this, at, at the NFL level. They need a guy opposite of him. Denzel Ward can do that. Conley's got a little bit more size to him, so you can match him up with some of the bigger receivers, and then Ward obviously has the athletic ability and coverage skills to run with anybody. So get this corner tandem right, uh, and Denzel Ward here, even though he's a little bit small, he can cover.
2: Yeah, so Joe, this is this is my personal utopia here. Baker Mayfield has fallen to eleven for my childhood favorite team, the Miami Dolphins. But guess what? I can't do it because this is a predictive mock. This is not what I would do. And the Dolphins just restructured Ryan Tannehill's contract. He's a cap nightmare. I don't. I don't know how you justify making this pick now. And the the message that's been sent, especially after cutting and Dominican Sue, is. They're going to stay with Ryan Tannehill. They've made a big hole for themselves up front, and Vita Vea is on the board. And I'm not crazy personally about the value of Vita Vea at 11 overall, but he certainly fits the bill of what the Dolphins need for that three tech spot. And I know they got Jordan Phillips there as a, a potential one tech. They're really banking on him and uh, Vincent Taylor and Devon Godshall had good years last year as rookies. Uh, which the Dolphins have to be encouraged with because those are both day three selections. So uh, Vita Vea is the disruptive force here that I think you can put into Sue's spot in the depth chart and really rely on him to be disruptive in the backfield and uh, use those same traits that he's really developed during the time that he's had at Washington to become such a dominant player.
1: Number 12 overall, the Buffalo Bills. Look at this, back-to-back picks here, Dolphins and Bills, and with the 12th pick, <laughs> In the 2018 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Baker Mayfield, quarterback, Oklahoma. This would be an absolute dream scenario for Buffalo to be able to not have to trade up any further and get a franchise-caliber quarterback, in my opinion, one of the top two quarterbacks in this draft. Um, And one thing that Brandon Bean said about A.J. McCarron when he was talking about him and with things that he liked about A.J. McCarron is that he had an edge and that he's a competitor. Well... Damn it! you get anything more out of Baker Mayfield? And so, uh, hey, look—you got your bridge and AJ McCarron. He <laughs> might not even win the starting job if Baker Mayfield's in town. And uh, this is the quarterback that would be a player that Buffalo should be satisfied taking in the top five. And five, and he fell to number twelve. This was an easy one here. Are you done? <laughs> I mean, I could talk for a while on that, but uh, are you done? Yeah, that would be a
2: I would, I would really appreciate
1: that. the assist there with uh, Vita Vea coming off the board
2: at 11. Listen, we're First moving day. on. We're talking about the Washington Redskins, and the Washington Redskins are going to get one of the best football players in this draft here at 13. I'm talking, of course, about Derwin James, safety. Uh, I really like the fit here uh, with Washington. I think Derwin, to a lesser degree, the Micah Fitzpatrick is a versatile guy on the back end. Uh, you can play him up on the second level in rundowns and, and in nickel packages. You know, he's a guy that's so physical and so big for a safety, Joe, that, that he can really uh, fill a lot of roles on your defense. He's not somebody I'm going to put in a lot of one-on-one man-to-man situations. And But I think that the Redskins would be well served to add to the defensive backfield uh, they don't know what they have in Sue Cravens. If Sua Cravens uh, is back, if he's going to play linebacker safety, you know, they they got to really figure all of those things out. But regardless of what the solutions are, if the rest of the variables in play, Derwin James would be a terrific pick at 13 overall. Kyle, I've
1: team. got uh, number 14, the Green Bay Packers. My goodness, this secondary is is all kinds of in shambles right now with and obviously moving on from Demarius Randall, Morgan Burnett, Devon Hauser, free agents, There is holes everywhere. Let's go ahead and get Josh Jackson here. This is a really good outside boundary corner with tremendous ball skills. Uh, Mike Pettin, he'll run a lot of man stuff. He'll also run a lot of zone stuff. And with Kevin King on the other side, they really need to get another guy. Uh, And um, Josh Jackson would be a tremendous pick here. Only one season as a starter, but he showed some really advanced understanding of coverage. Um, and I think he'd mesh really well with HaHa Clinton Dix. I know that you've talked about uh, pairing him with a guy that has some range and some ball skills, and I think that'd be a good marriage there in Green Bay.
2: Yeah, I really like that pick, Joe. Uh, Cardinals, we're going to stay with Jacksons. Lamar, going to come off the board 15th. Look, I know uh, the Cardinals paid an arm and a leg to Sam Bradford which is ironic because I think Sam's only got one leg at this point. So it's it's pretty poetic uh, that they're going to pay him one uh, to come be a one-year starter there in Arizona. But I really like the fit, especially if the coaching staff in place in Arizona stays true to what this Arizona offense has really been based around for a really long time. I think Lamar's got great potential in that capacity. Uh, I like him in an offense that will spread the field around, similar to what he did at, at Louisville. Uh, don't make that mistake of correlating that with, he doesn't know how to, uh, actually Carruthers, I made up that arm and a leg joke on the spot. So if, if we want to give me credit for the arm and a leg Sam Bradford joke, I will gladly take it. Uh, but Carruthers, if you're listening to this after the fact said you were saving that arm and a leg joke, but I swear on everything that's in this cup that was on the spot, uh Lamar Jackson, he knows how to throw NFL route concepts. I think that's one thing he's really underrated as, as far as coming out of Louisville. Uh, he does have some technical passing skills that he needs to develop. The footwork's got to come along a little bit. But with that said, I really, really like if the Cardinals stay true to what they've been offensively, what Lamar could be if he hits the ceiling. But hey, Joe, I think that's going to be a wrap for us here tonight. If anybody happens to miss the back half of this 2018 mock draft here on Draft Dudes Live, hey man, you just got to hit that uh, follow button on Instagram, follow along. If you have any questions on the picks that you missed as we wrap this up at the end of the first half of the first round, you can hit us up on Twitter, Joe is at DJ Marino. I am at NDT Scouting. reminder, I did the odds, Joe did the evens, so if you get an answer you didn't like. Uh, you, you know who's to blame, whether it's me or Joe. Uh, make sure you let us know what you think. Uh, we would kindly encourage you to hit that subscribe button uh, for the Draft Dudes podcast, iTunes, whatever else. You may be listening to us on. We are getting very close. We are nearing uh, the end of March, which means the NFL draft is just several weeks away. Uh, I will be done my big board tomorrow completely. Joe will be done his big board tomorrow. Uh, by the first week in April, and we are going to be doing our annual showdown in which we tear each other's boards to shreds on April 4th. You want to make sure you catch this one. We had a ton of fun with the Battle of the Boards last year. Uh, We are going to do so again this year. I'm Kyle Krabs signing off with Joe Marino. Thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend. We will catch up with you all on Monday.
1: Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances to well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Right now,
0: join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV.